on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. It's never a good sign. Uh, you know, we have these show sheets, these little pieces of paper that kind of, you know, make sure we know what we're talking about and what we're, uh, you know, so we don't sound like idiots. Well, sorry. That's no promise. That's no <laughs> well, promise Well, it's at just all. a between you and me shared yeah. document where we just write down stuff we want to talk about. People's names, so I don't forget. And when uh, I read this morning... I did not see this, but when I read Lauren Wants a Divorce, I said, all right, perfect. I was always hoping if you're going to ask for a divorce, we just do it on the show. <laughs> it's a rating stream. We really should have promoted it with billboards and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, it was a good run. I- I'm actually joining more than a third of Americans. I do want a divorce, a very specific type of divorce. This is called a sleep divorce. I've read all about it. I've researched it. I've had time to think and ponder about my decision, and I feel good about it. I'm ready to part ways. I want a sleep divorce. I don't know if you've heard about what sleep divorce is, but a sleep divorce is a lot more common than you think. And this is where people sleep in different rooms from their partner consistently. And it's becoming even more and more trendy. But health experts are saying it's better for you to have a sleep divorce. Yeah, they say that about overnight oats. (laughs) This is what this feels like. This feels like a very trendy. This feels like when we started eating kale. Okay. And we all thought it was going to be cool. And then we're like, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) Let me backtrack on things I have been very vocal about in the past. I have always been very vocal about how I enjoy sleeping in the same room in the same bed. Like, I don't think I could sleep in a separate room. But the more I think about it and read about it, experts are saying that it actually is going to help your health because of the underlying sleep issues that people just put up with instead of trying to fix them by maybe removing yourself. So here's the reason. Yeah, we've let society decide. I get woken up constantly in the night, constantly because of different things, snoring or you getting up to go to the bathroom and just a a bunch of other things or just just your natural body heat. And there's nothing against you as a person. But I think as I get older, I have realized that I am more and more fragile when it comes to sleep, and I'm dying. Like, I think I am dying from lack of sleep. (laughs) I'm trying to just help my health here. You wouldn't last two days doing this. You won't last two days. (laughs) Come sleep with me. Oh, you know. (laughs) I'm sorry. You won't last two days. There's no way. You know me. I can sleep by myself. What? Let's just be honest, you know, like maybe we've had a couple of fights here and there where I'm like, I'm going to go sleep on the couch. And you know what happens? I turn on Sports Center and I'm knocked out in five minutes. But then I struggle. I can't fall asleep. But exactly. that is because I don't like sleeping when there's contention. So okay. like, I just can't sleep. Okay. If we're on great terms and everything's good to go and it's a regular happy So let's just get in a fight day. every night and then it makes it an easy <laughs> split. But I feel like I could probably do this if things are, you know, happy that day. So the one thing that's holding me back, because I can sleep by myself, um... If you don't know, many Friday nights I purposely sleep on the couch because I love the feeling Mm of no alarm on Saturday morning. And I love watching a movie late on a Friday night, falling asleep. Just watched Mr. Deeds last weekend. Mr. Deeds fell asleep. You went to bed. I woke up. I was dead tired. Probably an hour and 15 minutes left of the movie. And I just said, nope, keep it rolling. Fell right back asleep. Loved it. Oh, so you didn't even care. Woke up to Mr. Deeds being over and it was on the (laughs) Netflix home screen. And I was like, this is glorious. Couch sleeping is different for me, though. I cannot sleep good on the couch. I I, love it. I have to do my nighttime routine. Like, I have to wash my face. I have to brush my teeth. I pop in my retainer, put lotion on my hands, chapstick on my lips. Get my water filled up. And sleep in my own bed in the dark. So so let's try it. We did it one night, but I slept on an air mattress. I yeah. feel like you got to fully commit. Yeah. You got to do the whole separate bedroom. Here's my one drawback. I, I don't have a problem falling asleep. The problem is 
on my in on my side of the bed, I can look at my phone and I start reading articles and I start checking score updates and I, I, I go down a hole and every time Lauren goes, all right, let's go to bed, turn off your phone. I go, all right, perfect. Without you telling me that, be I'd probably night. I'd be, be reading articles. The most studying and reading I do is like when I'm about to fall asleep. And if you didn't tell me to turn off my phone, I'd be up till two a.m. reading stupid articles, and yeah. I'd be like. <laughs> You know. Yeah, because I can't sleep unless it's pure darkness. So any glow of your phone, even if you turn the brightness all the way down, I just know. Mentally, I'm like, he's on it. Turn it off so I can sleep. And it sucks because I'm fine going to bed. Like, you go to bed a little bit earlier than I do typically. But if I want to just chill on my phone, you're like, no, you can't do that. So I'm like, well, then sleep divorce it is. <laughs> so I'm down. I'm down for it. We have a spare bedroom. We have a bedroom ready to go. Ready to go. It's got, a, it's got a little nightstand. It's got a lamp. It's got your everything you need. All right, I'm doing it. We're getting we'll divorced. see what happens. I hope someone just heard that last end. <laughs> We're getting divorced. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. How about this? If you love Subway and you're a true Subway fan, I guess they created the Deli Hero Collection. They're looking for sub lovers to actually legally change their name to Subway. They did this with the tattoo uh, yes, thing. Yes, for a lifetime of free Yeah, they did food. this with the tattoo. They were like, get a, get a freaking turkey sandwich on your back and we'll give you free subs for <laughs> life. Would you do this, change your, legally change your name to Subway? Listen, you could legally change your name. But still not yeah. tell anybody, and you can still go by Joey. It's just when you, you know, have to it's do driver's license stuff, and those things. Like, yeah. It, government it, official things. Sure. But I work in radio, so Subway, Subway. It's Subway mornings. Oh, no. I'm Subway Six Inch, baby. <laughs> that would be my nickname, Subway Six Inch. <laughs> I like that. I love it, right? Like, yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't do this, though. Uh, yeah, I like I my name too much. I don't think I would do it either. If I didn't like my name, I want to know. If anybody out there doesn't like their name, like they just don't, they just oh, don't like I'm, their name. I'm positive there are a ton of people who don't like their name. That's why they ton? go by their middle name or they go by something yeah, else or they I go by a nickname. Oh, but yeah, I'm saying totally. maybe it's not like a middle name thing like, oh, well, my, my name is Nathaniel based yeah. on my dad. But I'm saying like even your first name, yeah. you just don't like it. There's a lot of people in this day and age where their name they loved and now probably don't like anymore. Like if your name's Alexa, it's probably got to oh, be hard. Oh, yeah, it's got to If your suck. name's Karen, that's got to be hard, which makes the me The Karen thing is interesting, yeah. I love Karens. We don't discriminate on any Karens on this show. Yeah, or if your name was Siri. You yeah, know? I don't know a lot of series. Name, I don't know any series. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Uh, Mattel wants to create cinematic universes with other things now. So oh, not great. only Here we go. because the Barbie movie did so good. Now they want to do an Uno movie, which how do you do that? Like Uno, the card game. Um, Polly Pocket. I actually think this would be great if they did a Polly Pocket. You film. had it. You had a Polly Pocket growing I did. up, right? I had. Well. I did, but it was a hand-me-down for my cousin because, oh, you know. Oh, it was in the new Polly Pocket. <laughs> yeah. I remember Polly Pocket had that annoying commercial mm-hmm. jingle. It was like, Polly in my pocket, Polly, Polly in my pocket. pocket. It's Something a Polly like in my pocket. <laughs> I love it. It's very it. annoying. Uh, Barney and Hot Wheels and a Magic 8-Ball. I don't know how they would do that one. I like Hot Wheels. That's a great idea. Barney's a good idea. You could make a Barney movie. There's probably already a Barney movie out there. You know, they probably could do a Magic 8-Ball movie where it's like some mystery... You know, like who done it kind of thing, and they have a magic eight ball to solve things. They should, um, they should do a Barney Stalker movie, like the show You on Netflix. Is that what it is? What? You know, you no, remember they how- should not. I love you. Oh my god, you love me. Barney Thriller. We're a happy family. Wait, wasn't there a Barney Thriller? There's some childhood oh, something that they're turning yeah. into, like Maybe a it's Barney. 
a scary movie. Maybe it's Ooh. Barney. Ooh. Okay, so Burger King, I got a lot of problems here. This is Burger King Thailand. This should be against the law. They just launched a new burger that allows customers to add as many beef patties as they want. <laughs> literally no limit. A food blogger literally put it to the test and they ordered a burger with 100 patties oh, and they disgusting. did it. Also, by the end, by the time Come that on. burger's like collected, the bottom uh, patty is probably just so cold. It's obsolete. Yeah. It's what's the, what's the most up. patties you've done? Just a double cheeseburger? Uh, I think you a double. You ever done a triple? Oh, Maybe I've done a triple of like those really thin, like pressed down. Like smashed down. burgers. Yeah, like the smashed patties maybe. But no, I've never done anything bigger than that ever. When I was like 14, I convinced my parents to let me get the Wendy's triple. I think I was, I think it was my birthday. And it was like, I don't want a cake. <laughs> Allow me to go to Wendy's and get the Wendy's triple. I don't even know if they still make it, but it's those big old, yeah, uh-huh. and it was... It was. I don't. I honestly it was, it don't was like. Free, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't like too much beef on my burger. I kind. I mean, I can do the double, but yeah, it was too much. I one time got a burger at a fast food chain, and it was like a Western bacon burger or something. And I got it, and I opened it up, and it was the bun and everything else, no patty. Like there was literally no patty. I was like, <laughs> what the heck? I had to go up to the counter and be like, hey, I don't have a patty. They're like, yeah, oh shoot. Problem. Sorry about that. Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. So Emily is with us. Emily says, here's the weird thing, guys. Me and Garrett, I would consider our dating. So this isn't like, oh, I just barely know Garrett. No, we are dating. And uh, I just can't figure it out. So uh, naturally, we want to get to the bottom of it. Um, I think it's more confusing the more you've seen somebody because right. then it feels like a bigger kind of jerk move makes me a little more nervous too when it feels like a solid relationship because it's like okay there has to be something major you would think yeah so emily welcome to makeup or breakup how are you hi i'm good good yeah so you said in your message that you would consider that you were dating garrett not just a guy i went on a date with right yeah we've been dating for a while for um like three months now oh Uh, holy moly i would consider him i would consider him my boyfriend Okay. Um, wow. I mean, I think that's like, a good I'm, assumption. You know, yeah. I mean, we're pretty exclusive. We spend a lot of time together. So mm-hmm. he's now he's just being like really wishy-washy and unclear. And I, I, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So in your I'm message. Kind of yeah. Oh, I would be too. I, I'm gathering from your message that he's not completely ghosting you, but he's just been kind of dodging you in a way. Is that the impression I'm getting? Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. He's definitely been like dodging me all of a sudden and i know you guys like kind of take care of this kind of stuff and help people out yeah to like Mm -hmm. see what was going on and so this almost seems like a like a recommitment moment where it's like okay what's like what are we kind of a thing like it feels more like instead of just hey you know you're ghosting it almost feels like we need to kind of get intentions here because that's weird to kind of be going out with somebody now they're just like Mm -hmm. acting like you're not even a thing um, did you say anything or have you said anything about, oh, this is my boyfriend or have you kind of thrown that label out there without talking to him about it, which would be annoying if that's why he's changing his attitude, but maybe it scared him? Um, no, I mean, we've been pretty like, you know, we've definitely talked about how we're together in a way. We haven't like used those terms yet and we're, you know, yeah. but it's implied and, sure. you know, I would just like consider him my boyfriend for myself, but we haven't had that full discussion yet. Okay. Okay. All right. 
So, um, yeah, let's let's get to the bottom of it. So what we'll do, Emily, we'll play a song, we'll come back, and then we'll call Garrett and talk to him for a little bit, and then we'll uh, join you two together and figure things out, okay? Okay. Okay. Emily with us, and Garrett is next with Make Up or Break Up. It's time to Make Up or Break Up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Make Up or Break Up. So, Emily has been going out with Garrett for, did they say, she say months? She Over the last three time? Three months, I think. It's been kind of consistent. Um, she said I would consider her my boyfriend. They haven't had the official talk. Which, yeah. Do people do that much anymore? Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Maybe one person <laughs> just puts an Instagram filter or a, or a hashtag and then all of a sudden you know, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel bad for her because she said the word. She said, I'm, I'm offended. Like, it's been a sure. relationship and he's kind of been, what she said, wishy-washy. Yeah. So kind of dodging her. So I think this is more just like, hey, getting Garrett on the phone and figuring things out, um, why all of a sudden. like Some people are like that where they, it's like they're all lovey-dovey and then all of a sudden they just act like you guys are just friends. And it's like, Mm-mm. well, where was that transition? So we've got Garrett's number. Let's talk to Garrett. Yellow? Hello, is this Garrett? Yes, it is. I'm out Garrett, hi. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And uh, we're calling you. Okay. 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 So you know who we are. Um, We're calling you on behalf of Emily, who we understand. Please tell me you know who we're talking about when we say Emily. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So we were told by Emily that you guys have gone out for a few months now, but you're acting different and almost acting like you guys are just friends and. And you're kind of wishy-washy. She's confused. So we're just trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah, why we care is we do this on our show. We help people with relationships. Mm -hmm. So we call people. We say, hey, maybe you'll talk to us about it. Open up. Get a little therapy sesh. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, there's a, uh, we're at a point of like uh, figuring it out. Uh, Mm -hmm. a, A couple of days ago, we went on a group date. With a bunch of her friends and they're cool people, and just naturally, uh, towards the end of the uh, end of the dinner, it, the guys and the girls kind of uh, separate into two s- separate conversations, and I found myself eavesdropping or listening in on the girls' conversation. And at one point, just uh, Emily just kept going on and on about how. She wants Ryan Gosling, and like if she was single, I don't know. I was, even though I wasn't in the conversation, I could hear the conversation, and other people at the table were listening to the conversation. And uh, it was, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it was like it, the whole time, like I'm dating her, but she wishes she was with Ryan Gosling, and it was weird. I was like, well, no, I'm, and I don't look like Ryan Gosling, so I can't help but feel like I was being unfairly compared to a guy, a celebrity who has a physical trainer and stuff like that. I was like, what? What? So, okay, so I'm a little confused. So you overhear her talking about how much she really likes Ryan Gosling. She's attracted to him. And this is bothering you. I guess I'm a little confused because a lot of people have celebrity crushes. Right? Like, I mean, isn't there... A lot of people say it's like celebrities are the one thing you can say. Like, oh my gosh, I would love to be with them. Or, oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah, like, I would be very concerned if she was talking about, like, some guy at the restaurant. Like, ooh, if I but was single. I'm with you where you're like, I don't look like him. I've had that. <laughs> like, I've had that where, like, Lauren has a crush on someone. I'm like, I don't look like that guy at all. What does that say about me? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, I just, I don't know. I 
we're at a nice restaurant. Everyone's having a good time. And it went to, wow, I, I guess I don't look like Ryan Gosling. And, and it was like, why am I... Why am I trying to celebrities are kind of that gray area, man? I think if she said, Wow, that that bartender is so good looking, man, I love if I was single, I'd be out with him. That would be weird. That oh, that would be awful. Yeah, that that would be that. It's Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so hang on, Garrett. So you're willing to throw away a relationship, and maybe I shouldn't say that because I don't know if that's what you're doing, but you're willing to kind of take a step back. Because she has an attraction to a celebrity? It's not just an attraction. It's the fact that she just kept going on and on about it. Yeah. Okay, a little obsession. (laughs) Could you you imagine? (laughs) Okay, so Emily is actually with us, Garrett. And Emily can uh, maybe defend herself for a second. So if you don't mind, Emily... You were raving about Ryan Gosling. Garrett says it makes me feel uncomfortable. He's willing to throw it away. I mean, I don't know. Everybody has the celebrity crush, right? Is it weird to talk about a celebrity that face? I don't know. It was just, it just seemed weird for you to bring that up in front of, like, when, when I didn't know these. I was just meeting your friends, like, that night, and then you're talking about another guy. I mean, I mean even if it's... You're actually going to... I'm not actually going to be with Ryan Gosling. It's it's just like, you know. It's a hypothetical. Something you joke around about. It just seems like that's the first time that you've admitted it. It seems like <laughs> when you were talking with your girlfriends, like, I'm a placeholder until Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wait a second. He's just going to show on up. He's just going to waltz in. I do feel like there is a jump here. And, Garrett, I understand the uncomfortability of <laughs> a girl you've been dating just raving about another guy. But there is a. Do you think Ryan Gosling's just going to show up to booth number 16 behind you guys? You never know. Yeah, like, he's an enigma. We don't know what he's up to. <laughs> he's also with Ava Mendes. Like, I don't... Yeah, he's happily married with multiple children. Oh, so like, I that don't... means anything in Hollywood. <laughs> okay, so let me let me ask you this. Emily, this is your chance to maybe give Garrett the confidence he needs. Do you want to give him that opportunity to kind of buoy him up? Because right now he feels like he's nothing compared to RG. I mean, I don't... It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just very insecure to... I'm not ever supposed to talk about a celebrity ever in my life. I'm not allowed to, you know, like, I don't know. It's kind of a, a silly thing, I think, to worry about. It's just, I, I don't know about, it's a time and a place, you know? It just seemed like. Okay. Like, I actually can't think of a better time or place than with your girlfriends to just kind well, of joke no. around. But uh, It sounds like it's not going to work out, but yeah. I, I want to say this, Garrett. In sixth grade, Garrett, I went through the same thing, Danielle broke up with me because I was looking at a WWE magazine and a picture of Stacey Keebler, and I said Stacey <laughs> Keebler was gorgeous. So I have been through this, man, okay? So Danielle left me because I said I had a crush oh, on wow. Stacey Keebler in sixth grade, the WWE superstar, all right? If I could just interject, I went through the same thing. See? And my girlfriend was had a loved the, the notebook, the movie, when it came out, and it was Ryan Gosling, and it's Ryan Gosling now. So, no, I've, I've seen where this oh goes. Okay, all right. Wow. It's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren, it's time for the Monday debate, our dumb argument of the week. This week, the Monday debate. Mott sticks versus onion rings, the premier 
appetizer? Oh, is it the mozzarella wow. stick? Is it the onion ring? Okay. Let's hear it. No contest. Oh, no contest. This isn't nah. even close to you. Yeah, at first, you had me think. You had me think for a quick yeah. second. I thought, man, I love deep fried anything, especially those two things. You can't go wrong with cheese. Can't go wrong with onions. I am choosing the king of the castle when it comes to appetizers. Don't even come at me when it comes to to the onion ring. The onion ring is superior. It's even more superior than french fries if I'm having something as a starter. Like if I'm starting with something. Well, no one starts with french fries. Some people do. Some people at the table, they'll say, bring us a basket of fries. 100%. In my life, I have never been anywhere where fries are an appetizer. Just fries. Let's, fine. Just throw that out there then. Throw it away. I'm shocked the you went for fries. The onion ring is superior, and okay, here's let's the reason hear it. why. Let's hear it. Yeah. You have the perfect crispy crust edge. The buttery, the tasty, the delicious around your onion. It's perfectly done. Chef's kiss. And I know. I already know what you're going to say. You're going to argue, and this is how well I know you. You're going to say that you bite into the onion ring, and half the time the onion thing just doesn't even bite with it, and it's like a whole string dangling of an onion, Holy and you're crap. eating that's the bread. Exa- that's exactly I what I was going to say. I knew you were going to say. I've never met a weaker... <laughs> A weaker constructed appetizer oh, than the onion so ring. If you bite it right, the technique yeah, is there. You, you just, gotta have the technique. Lauren, you just proved my point. If you bite it right, it's good. The, well, it's I don't good want no to think. What. I'm eating. Oh, no. You know what I don't have to think about? A mozzarella stick. I don't have to think. It's yeah. a stick of You know what you cheese. don't have to think? You got to think about how you're going to get it out when you're sitting on the toilet because you're going to be clogged for days after oh, eating a basket yeah. of mozzarella so, so your your argument against the mozzarella stick is about what happens after. When I'm eating an appetizer, I'm not thinking about no, what's happening no, let me, after. No, let me tell you this. A basket of onion rings versus a basket of mott sticks. Onion rings are delicious, hot, straight at on your table, or after sitting there 15, 20 minutes, you can still munch on them when they're even cold. Delicious. De-freaking-licious. A mozzarella stick? You have like 18 seconds to eat it before that cheese becomes solid again and it's disgusting oh, and it feels like you're eating you, a then cheese then I hope brick. you never eat string cheese because <laughs> string cheese is a cold mozzarella stick without the breading yeah but with all the breading right, it just right, tastes right, gross right, right. it's First like reformed okay, there's three problems with the onion ring and then let me get to the mozzarella stick there's three problems with the onion ring yeah, the first yeah, yeah. it's the most weekly uh, constructed appetizer ever you bite into it all the breading comes off and then you're left with this limpy onion it's, okay and it's delicious and then you're either eating the bread or just the onion and you can barely get both Second of all, depending on the restaurant my onion rings could be thick they could be thin they could be beer better they could be panko I have no idea what I'm gonna get I have no idea what I'm gonna get the most inconsistent as far as I know what a mozzarella stick tastes like no, and I know a, what I'm gonna get it's a delicious adventure and the third thing what the heck do you dip an onion ring in? Ranch? Eh. Ketchup? Eh. Fry sauce? Eh. Maybe barbecue? Eh. With a mozzarella stick? I can go ranch or marinara, and both of them are top tier. You're literally tier. throwing it out. The, you're, this is a layup for me. You're saying that a mozzarella stick has to have a sauce. That's what you're saying. But an onion ring is so good. It gets to have a so sauce. Good. It's a privilege to have a sauce. <laughs> but an onion ring is so good, you don't even need one. And it's choose your own adventure. Dip every, it in whatever the heck you want. Unless you are lactose intolerant, everyone loves cheese. Onions? One no, of the, it's not Onions true. are one of the most hated vegetables on the planet. More for me. Onions are so hated by so many people. I, ooh, I guarantee cheese. you there are people out there that hate onions but love onion rings. That's how good they are.
Well, because you got to fry it, you got to batter it, you got to dip it. Oh, don't but, act like your mozzarella stick is like this healthy Oh, by the way, a, mo- a mozzarella stick, I can get I can get them at fast food, I can get them in a drive-thru. And that cheese pole, you, that well, cheese oh, pole. Full stop. You can get onion rings at drive throughs and fast food, too. 100%. Oh, uh, onion ring, maybe, but they're they're nasty. You can get it even more than a mozzarella stick. Uh, that is the most okay, ridiculous okay, argument. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right, maybe you got me there. Maybe you got me there. But you t- you give me some marinara and a mozzarella stick. Everyone likes them. Kids like them. Adults like them. Grandparents. You know what? One of the last meals my grandma had before she died, we literally got her mozzarella sticks. She didn't want an entree. She just wanted mozzarella sticks. So in her old wise age, if she realizes hmm. I can just go to a restaurant and just eat mozzarella sticks and ha- be happy. So crazy runs in the family. That's what it is then. <laughs> on my grandmother's grave, literally. Don't you dare. <laughs> I love you, Grandma. I love your Grandma. Stop it. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Grandma, I, I'm looking up because I know you're in heaven. Will you send down some sort of <laughs> something for calling you crazy? I hope you're eating mozzarella sticks in heaven right now. I hope you and a bunch of angels just got a and pool of marinara. Clogged up. I hope you're reincarnated into a mozzarella stick. That's disgusting. And now that you're going to is- take a bite out of your Grandma? It's the Monday debate. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. I'm, I'm worried. I just see the word fubbing, and I have no idea what fubbing means. Fubbing. P-H. Let me spell it for you. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Also, there's something called double fubbing, which is it sounds wrong. Like, a doozy. You little double fubber. <laughs> does that sound weird? It does sound a little weird. What do you I'm think fubbing, fubbing is? I'm not fubbing around, man. Um, if you could guess. Fubbing. Is it? Is this like an intelligent, like if I do the word parts, I'll be able to figure it out like Phil is like the love, like, Maybe. you know, like word parts. Did you ever do word parts in school where you had to learn like why Philadelphia is called Philadelphia? Because Phil is a love word part and then uh, it's all, no. Uh, no, you I, don't know that? I mean, I'm sure I it's learned it, but it's all not fubbing. in my brain anymore. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it has something to do with fibbing mm-hmm. and, but what's the, uh, what's the fub from? Um, it's lying to get in love. Fub, fubbing. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, it's pH, so fib wouldn't work. But pH is love. Like Phil is like yeah. Like, pH is love. Yeah, pH is a love word part. So that's why Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love because Phil. It's a whole thing. You that makes no that? sense to me at Phil? all. Phil. Yeah, Phil. Ph. Phil. It's not Phil like a dude. <laughs> Phil is a word part for love. Word parts. What? I don't know. Latin. I feel you like didn't such do an Latin. Idiot. Oh my gosh! I'm Look. thinking more logically. Like ph is is this the start of a word, and then Look. I don't know what I'm thinking. All right, here we go. I <laughs> let me just let me get this out of the way because it's going to bother me. <laughs> Phil, a short form of Philip, derived from ancient Greek. So sorry, it's Greek. Phil shares a claim to its components: philos, meaning love, and hippos, meaning horses. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but Phil is love. That's what Phil means. Anyway, um, thank you for that lesson. I hope I'm not the only one that just learned that for the first time. But fubbing is nothing to do with Philadelphia or love words. This is phone snubbing. This is the word that is actually ruining people's relationships. Phone snubbing, a.k.a. fubbing. This is when people cut off conversations with others within their vicinity uh-huh. as they talk or text on the phone. So you are oh, you're cutting people off yeah. because you're on the phone and you're not paying attention and you're not giving someone the attention that they deserve. And so, if two people are doing it to each other, it's double fubbing. Just a couple of double fubbers over there, man, just doing whatever the double fubbing they want. So can you can we roll can we act this out? Like yeah. 
So I'm on I'm on my phone and I'm cutting you off. It says people cut off conversations with others in their vicinity as they talk or text on the got phone. Got it. Okay, so you are talking and I go, "Oh, hold on, I got this text." Yes. That is that is fubbing. I think so. Phone snubbing because you're snubbing the person right in front of you for your phone. So you're telling me some deep dark secret and I'm just like, "Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, hold on. Hey mom, what's up?" Yeah. And you sit there going, "Or is it the other way the around? Heck? Is it you're on the phone with somebody?" And then somebody in person walks in, and then you stop talking on the phone to talk to the person in person. Or maybe it's a both. Or fubbing. I've had this happen. I'm on my phone. I'm in la-la land on my phone. Mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention to people talking, and I just go, did you guys see that video? And that is cutting them off. That's a a reverse fub. Okay, let me look at this. I Googled just on the dictionary. It is in there. Fubbing, the practice of ignoring one's companion or companions in order to pay attention to one's phone or other mobile device. So you're ignoring someone in the room with you to spend time on your phone. Uh, All of us are guilty of fubbing, and all of us are victims of fubbing, and I I totally agree with that. Some people are better fubbers than others, and some people are worse fubbers than others. I'm a pretty big fubber. You're a horrible fubber. Here's my problem. I have too many notifications on my phone. You wouldn't believe the stuff my phone sends me. Anybody that comments on Facebook goes to my phone. You got to edit those settings. I, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. I get random. Do you know how many birthday notifications I get? Somehow my calendar found all my Facebook friends and puts their birthdays on my- crazy. Get it off. Just yesterday, Stephen Thomas's birthday. I don't know who that is, <laughs> but it was on my calendar Happy all day. Birthday. And I was like, who the bleep is this guy? Yeah, fubbing is ruining relationships with people. Um, It's actually become so serious that people are breaking up. People are ruining their friendships because of the fubbing. And we have to take a stand. We have to take a stand against fubbing because this is something that hurts feelings. It hurts feelings. I hate being ignored. iPhones, they did the whole do not disturb, and that was going to be the game changer, and they were going to do all these different modes where your phone could still be on, but you weren't going to get texts. Ain't nobody using that do not disturb. I, I'll put it on if I'm napping yeah. because I don't want anybody to call me during a nap. The worst is when you're caught fubbing. So someone's talking to you and you pretend like you're listening and you're on your phone. You're going, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the they worst. go, did you hear anything I just said? And you're like, yeah, uh, yeah. what was it again? You ever uh, talk to somebody on the phone and you can tell they're scrolling while they're talking to you on speaker? Yup. That sucks. 100%. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm going to end this conversation. That's when I just drop something dramatic and be like, and that's when I cut off my own toe (laughs) and then just see what they say. Don't be a fubber. No. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time. Parenting fail. We always want to hear parenting fails. Christian uh, is with us today. And Christian just feels like uh, the the ultimate dad fail is what he put in the message. We'll have him explain what's going on in that awkward moment. All right, Christian, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're, we're doing wonderful. Okay, so you, you put in your message, you had the ultimate dad fail with your son in soccer. Is that right? That, that is right, yeah. Okay, so let's hear it. What happened? Uh, how awkward was it? Are you still blushing? You, have you recovered, bounced back, all that? Uh, I haven't recovered because I missed a huge moment uh, in my son's life. Oh, he, he's a huge Ooh. fan of soccer, always has been, um, is, is playing on a, on a league. And I, I try to go to as many games as I can, but I have work. Sometimes they're during the day. I, I just can't make it. So I've gone to about, you know, 25% of them. My wife is thankfully always there. Mm-hmm. But my 
son had, it was the final game of the season, and he was just begging me to be there. And I made a promise. I'm absolutely going to be there. And I, I tried my hardest to go. And when I get to the field finally, I can't find him. I can't find my wife. I can't find my wife's friends. I can't even find my son. I don't know where his team's at. There's a bunch of other teams playing in a couple of different fields, but I can't find his. Yeah. And then I realized I'm at the wrong place. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you, you're, you're going to be super dad. I'm going to be at the soccer game, you and you're at the wrong place. promise, like, I'll be there, son. Don't worry. So you show up on time, but it's just the wrong, right. wrong place. Oh, shoot. Wrong place. So I, I freaked out. I mean, I was already maybe a minute, you know, until the game started. So now I'm just going to – I'm starting to miss it pretty much. After I, you know, tried looking around, I couldn't find them. They weren't there. I, I figured out where they were at. It was completely across town. I got in my car. I sped there. I, you know, he noticed I, I wasn't there at the start is, is really the problem. Of course, yeah. And I, yeah, and it was just brutal. It was brutal trying to explain why I was late. It, unforgivable. Oh, uh, well, well, Christian, you're a good man. This is not unforgivable. Yeah, I mean, Don't I would worry say about it. If you it. constantly were making up things like, yeah. oh, couldn't make it traffic yeah, or if something. If you were like, uh, you know, like the liar, liar movie, and all of a sudden you're like totally doing something oh else, gosh. you're like, oh, no, I'm at work, you know, and you're with your buddies golfing. Yeah, I, <laughs> then, that, then that gets a little hairy. But now, did you miss him scoring any goals in the time that you were like traveling to go get to the rest of the game? You know that that's honestly what hurts the most is I did. Oh crap! Oh, yeah, and that go, makes the, it so goals hard. are hard to come by. Soccer goals are not like basketball. You know, oh, like yeah. they, like it's not it's not a constant thing. You those are rare moments. Okay, all right. So that makes it a little bit worse. But you know what, Christian, you are experiencing the start of every like family movie, right? Where the it's always like. Dad, won't you play catch with me? I mean, you're you're starting off like that, but I mean, the intention was there. Yeah. You tried, you got there on time, but I, you know that's easy to mess up because soccer games are all over the place. Like, oh, be and there's so many teams and so many fields. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what have you done to make it up? You bought him a new soccer ball. You took him out to ice cream. What was the What was the rebound attempt? Yeah, it, it was all of that. It was whatever he wanted for <laughs> pretty much the the, the next week. Disney I owed World. him everything I possibly could. Christian's like, I bought him a car, all right? <laughs> I'm paying for all of his college. Oh, all right, man. well, Christian, you're the man. That is you're awkward. a good dad. It happens to all of us. Thanks, man. Thank you. Absolutely. So that's Christian. I think he's a little bit hard on himself. I mean, it happens. There's a lot of soccer fields, a lot of soccer yeah. teams, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. You know? It, but what's tough is when you put that expectation out there. What was great is I was such a bad athlete that my parents could not show up or be late, and they wouldn't miss anything. I'd be sitting on the bench. So sad. Yeah, it's nice to still have your parent there, even if you're not playing, just to see the support for the team. Did you play a lot of sports growing up as a kid? I played tennis. Oh, no, I played um, softball, and my stepdad was actually one of my coaches in softball, and so I got to spend time with him. And then um, I played tennis in high school. And my parents, I don't even think, ever came to one match. Not one match? I don't think they ever came to a match. Oh, man, that hurts. That's awkward for me hearing that, really. I know, I'm still, All right, here's still what we need hurting to do. from it. You need to suit up. We need to go to a tennis court, and we need to invite your mom <laughs> to come and watch you play tennis as a terribly. grown adult. Play tennis terribly. Well, uh, text us, 68719. Something big that you missed of your kids, a wrong place, wrong time. Uh, we want to hear it. We'll get to your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. So, uh, Christian joined us. 
Missed his son's soccer game. Went to the wrong field. Felt terrible. Gave his son whatever he wanted, though. So a part of me, if I was his kid, I'd be like, oh, man, that's not bad. You should miss things more dad, often. My dad misses a soccer game, and then I get whatever I want. That's yeah. great. So uh, we asked you, have you ever uh, showed up to the wrong place or missed something important? 68719. You can text us. There's a lot here. Um... I want to bring up one person missed their nephew's graduation, showed up to the wrong graduation, oh, wrong gosh. school. Which That th- could be confusing if you're in a town or city that yeah. has like multiple schools graduating on the same day. Well, listen to this text. It says, I showed up to the wrong high school. Not only that, but I waited halfway through before I realized it was the wrong school. <laughs> so you're sitting there like... You went through all laugh. the you went through all the Johnsons and his wasn't in there. And you're like, great. Uh, and then you're like, wait a second, wrong school. That actually makes quite a bit of sense, especially if it's a nephew. Maybe you're not super keen on like yeah. what school he goes to. You're just kind sure. of there. Uh, because a parent going to the wrong school, that would be kind of crazy because it's like, how do you not know what school your kid goes to? So, so freaking true. Like, um, so true. Yeah, a lot of uh, grudges uh, from this one. It says, I missed my daughter's dance recital 18 years ago, and she still hasn't let me let it down yet. Yeah, that's that's rough. That that's rough. I mean, eighteen years ago, probably probably Holy time cow. to let it go, let that's it go insane. a little bit. I do worry about stuff like that. I always worry about the the school pickup and stuff, especially mm-hmm. with our like once once we start picking up our kids from school. Like, mm-hmm. remember, we'll be home, and then I'm like, I don't want to fall asleep, take a nap, and then we forget to pick up the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. This person missed their daughter's wedding. How oh. is that? Is that my gosh? It says alcohol is something. No, no, no. It says I was boarding a flight to go get to my daughter's wedding. My my bad that I booked a flight same day of the wedding. It was delayed. We were on the tarmac for two hours and I missed the ceremony. I thought it was like you went too hard the night before or something like that. No, no. Oh my gosh. That's true. If you have a big event like that that you can't miss, you fly in the day before. Or yeah. even the day oh. before that, oh, not the totally. day of. No, I won't do. I won't fly into anything the day of. Like if I buy tickets to a football game or something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fly somewhere, I am not flying that morning. I've got to go mm-hmm. the day before because I'm there, so worried about yeah, it. Yeah, wasn't there a story about people with like the Super Bowl or something? People that were going to the Super Bowl, they my bought friend. tickets the same day, and yes. then it got. I don't. I think, so yeah. my my friend, uh, he lived in Atlanta. Super uh-huh. Bowl was in either Tampa or Miami. And his flight got delayed a little bit. He said he was in the plane. They're flying over the stadium, and he and he saw the kickoff, and literally saw like all the light bulbs and everything, oh, all the flashing the lights and everything. Yeah. And so he missed the start of the Super Bowl, my friend. Yeah, pretty crazy story. <laughs> Nuts. So I knock that on wood. Sucks. I have never. I'm. This is crazy. I'm not joking when I say this. I've never been delayed on a flight. Not even delayed. Never oh, wow. been delayed. And mine, I've never been on the tarmac. My delay was uh, a, a lavatory issue. I was waiting in the airport. Thank goodness we weren't on the plane yet and didn't have to wait. But, like, we, we, I was in the airport, and they made an announcement that there were mechanical issues with the plane. And so we had to wait. And I'm like, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. So I went and I asked them. I was like, please calm my nerves here. And they said, it's the lavatory. We're having bathroom issues. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, There's I'll still some it. things about airplanes that don't make sense. It does not. And I know they just passed a new law that you only have to be on the tarmac for three hours. But before then... Literally, you could be delayed for 10 hours in the plane, on the tarmac, like everything, which makes no sense to me. Once they board uh, passengers on a flight, like you are stuck there until, I mean, honestly. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. I have a friend, she waited like two plus hours just sitting there. She said it was awful because it was hot. The air wasn't pumping. you're just sitting on a hot driveway. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. (laughs) This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Uh, I've got your Joey life hack. This is interesting. I've never heard of the bystander effect. Have you heard of this? 
No, I don't think so. I mean, tell me what it is, and then I'll well, tell you if I've heard I'll, of it. I'll explain this. This is uh, from 1,000 Life Hacks. Mm-hmm. If you need someone to call 911, always single someone out in the crowd and tell them individually to call 911. This will prevent the bystander effect, which is in a psychological theory where people are less likely to help a victim when they're in groups. That's the bystander oh. effect. I've seen that with car accidents where you sit there and you're or a broken down car and if you're on a busy road you're like someone else will stop. I've had that before though like oh someone will call it in yeah. like oh someone will do that but yeah. you're right. So huh. if you know you see those th- situations where someone's like call 911 if you just say it out to the group someone mm-hmm. goes oh someone else will call 911 I don't have to deal with it so look at a person and be like you call 911. <laughs> what, if, what if they're like, no, I'm just a bystander. I'm yeah. not going to do it. No, I'm just here to watch. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, that's why they do the exit row thing. Can you imagine on an airplane? They say, all right, everyone, you know, make sure someone yeah. opens the door. No, you got to actually say I it. I get a little panicked because they come right up to you and they need a verbal response. Absolutely. They look at you they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. uh, sure. Absolutely. So how about this? Uh, workers are creating a dead zone between four and six to fit in COVID area habits like school runs and gym sessions. So I wondered if this was going to happen. Basically, as people transitioned going back to work, they got used to being able to do a lot of stuff while they were working from home, like laundry or running a quick errand. So now four to six is a time. It's near the end of the workday. People are like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go to the gym now. You know what? I'm just going to go pick this up. You know what? I'm just going to go to the grocery store now. And like four o'clock is the new five o'clock. And basically later on in the afternoon, people just like go back into old habits. They'll go do things, go do hobbies, go grab a bite. Well, these are like these are jobs where you're still technically working yeah. until five. But yeah, instead of five. actually working, you're blowing yeah. the time by doing personal stuff. I'm guilty. of that. I've been guilty of that before taking personal calls at work uh, where I get a little not frustrated with employers, but. Uh, just society in general is like doctor's offices. A lot of times they're done at five. The The job that a lot of people have, you're done at five. It's insane. Banks so, too. Banks. So you have to take time off to go to your doctor's appointment. You have to yeah. take time off to run to the bank. And I, I get that. That's just life. But it would be nice if some of those places stayed open till you know, six, maybe seven so that you had time to go do those things, but then again, then the people working there then have to stay late. Yeah, the so. business hour thing is always kind of it's interesting tough. when it's everyone's business mm-hmm. hours. But, you know, you know why the full-time day started. It's because of uh, the Henry Ford. He wanted uh, factory workers, and so he basically started the workday. And we what should a not- jerk, because now we all have to work. Some people call it a conspiracy theory. Now, he was kind of the inventor behind it, but he basically wanted uh, a better schedule to manufacture his cars to push him out harder and to keep people in control. So he decided what the workday is. So from what I understand. Is that legit? Yes. You've heard that? Yeah, you can look it up. The whole reason, look it up, the Henry Ford, you know, 9 to 5 or whatever, or 8 to 5 maybe at the time. But the whole reason, this is going to blow your mind, the whole reason we have the work week the way it is, five days a week, eight hours a day, is because of one man, because of Henry Ford and factories. He started it. Okay, it says the five-day, 40-hour work week became part of American labor law, partly due to Henry Ford. Yeah, he was a big part of it. It says he, uh, the Ford Motor Company took its six-day-a-week operation down to five days a week with no changes in employee compensation. Hmm. Yeah, which is good, but also, like, the whole, like, when we, why we started eight and why we end at five, he was a huge part of that. bizarre. Huge part of that. Now, I know farming and and sunrise and sunset also have to do somewhat with that, Mm -hmm. but, like, for instance, kids in school, like, kids getting picked up at 6.15 in the morning on a bus, 
How does that make sense? I, yeah, Let them sleep. I struggle with that because I'm like, for me, and I mean, I'm an adult, but for me, like waking up that early to go and try to learn stuff, my brain is not ready yet. Yeah. Like I'm, I barely can get through this because yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. tired, but you know what I mean? I read somewhere uh, that like high school kids should actually start at like 930 or 945. The way mm. their schedules are, especially if they're playing sports or different things, and the way just teenage mm-hmm. sleep habits are. That kids should actually, like teenagers, should literally be starting high school at like 9.45 in the morning. But no, they started like 7.30. It's amazing if you look at the chart of like how many hours certain age groups are actually supposed to sleep every yeah. night. And you're right, kids, it's like 12 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, kids should. I've always said this. And I know homework is kind of fading out. But if you are a high school student that maybe you're doing honor roll or not honor roll. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. Honors classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that honor society? You've got like those AP classes. Yeah. And you either have a sport or a club or something else afterwards. You're busier lot. than me. It's a full time job. You're busier than me. I found a toddlers uh, eleven to fourteen hours, including naps. Preschool age ten to thirteen hours, including naps. School age. So this is ages six to thirteen, nine to twelve hours a night. Teenagers eight to ten. Okay. So I yeah. would like. I don't even want to look at adults. I like eighteen to twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd like. So twenty two hours. When yes. you're driving your F one fifty. That, that, that's the well, dude for the 9 to 5. Him. Yep, that's the guy that started the 9 to 5. <laughs> Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. Let's play Listener versus Lauren. Three questions to determine who is smarter, Lauren or today's contestant, Haley. Haley, what's going on? How are you? Good, how are you? We're doing wonderful. Haley, uh, maybe you're along my long-lost cousin. I have a cousin named Haley. I think we're related. <laughs> Are you are oh, you pick, are you picking up cousin vibes? Are you like uh are you in your high twenties? Uh, no. All right, all right. Okay. All right. All right. No, nope, not your cousin. Not my uh, cousin. Joey Haley is a very common name. Just reminder. I know. I just <laughs> I haven't talked to my cousin Haley in a long time. All right. So here we go, Haley. Lauren is going to leave luck, the studio Haley. right now, and uh, this is your chance to beat Lauren in random trivia. So here's what's going down, Haley. I've got three random questions for you. I'll ask you the three questions. We'll bring Lauren back in, ask her the same three questions, okay? All right. All right, so Haley, here we go. Question number one. This term in bowling is used to describe when two of the outside pins are still standing. There we go. You know what's awesome, Haley? I just wrote split down, but I said, man, if someone can do the 7-10 split, I'm very impressed. So way to go. Bonus points for that. (laughs) All right, Haley, question number two. This major city is nicknamed the Windy City. Chicago? There you go. You were worried before we brought you on. You were nervous. You're two for two. So go perfect three for three, Haley. This soda claims to have 23 flavors in it. Dr. Pepper. And perfect three for three. Haley, just give yourself a big whoop whoop, all right? Let's go. Whoop whoop. There we go. Okay. So, Haley, stay on the line. Stay on the line. Don't give away any hints. Here comes Lauren. Lauren is coming back into the studio. I will ask her the same three questions. All right, Lauren, here we go. Okay. I'm ready. Question number one. This term in bowling is used to describe when two of the outside pins are still standing. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's not a spare because a spare is when you get all the pins but one, and then you get that last one, then that's a spare... For some, I think it's a split that's popping in my brain. I'm going to guess split. That is correct. That is correct. A split is the correct answer. Bonus Oof, points if you okay. say a 7-10 split. 
All right, question number two. This major city is nicknamed the Windy City. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. I thought maybe that would be a little bit tougher of a question, but both you and Haley aced that. And question number three. This soda claims to have 23 flavors in it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What's the um, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And that is correct. So you go three for three. But what did I say in the beginning, Haley? Remember what I said about that bonus point? Yeah. 7-10 split Haley gave me. She gets the bonus no. point. She's officially the Come winner. On. Haley, we're going to hook you up, all right? Absolutely. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It is time to, for what did we learn on the show today? What did we learn, Lauren? Uh, divorce. I mentioned how I wanted to get divorced. Now everybody calm down. <laughs> no, just end I it meant, there. I just meant sleep there. divorce. It's the new term. It's becoming more and more popular. But for health reasons, a lot of people are saying my health is so much better when I have a sleep divorce, a.k.a. I go and sleep in a different room for my partner. No harm, no foul. There's no fight involved. It's literally, I love you, kiss goodnight, whatever you want to do. And then you go to the other room and you sleep separately because people are sleeping better. They have better overall But you got to commit to it. You know, don't be right. a baby and try it for a week. You got to go for it. So I kind of want to try this because I've been really struggling with my sleep lately. And maybe that'll hey, help. The one argument we can make is we spend all day together. We work That's together. True. You know, so That's we true. don't need quality time. This is quality time. Forget that. Yeah. Who cares? You think we talk to each other after the show? Let's get separate homes <laughs> and separate families. Oh, my gosh. A few texts, 68719. This one says, my husband and I got a sleep divorce about a year ago, and we love it. We absolutely love it. This one says, we've tried sleeping in separate rooms, and neither of us liked it. We missed each other too much. I think that's probably what will happen to me. Is anybody going to send a text that says, started with a sleep divorce, ended with a real divorce? Oh, no. Maybe. This one says, what? No pillow talk? We could have pillow talk and then leave to Face go sleep. FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime yeah. me. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.